Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM here on a Tuesday. PJ Glasser and Ryan Horvat filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. This is our final segment over on Stadium. Watch stadium.com. We will continue to stay on twitch.tv slash BetQL. Also, we'll be on YouTube backslash audio sports. And uh, we will also be on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. Ryan, we're wrapping up hour number three with a uh, fun little segment here. Potential Super Bowl matchups. We have some lines out for if X team wins on the AFC side and X team wins on the NFC side, what the lines would be for the different matchups. So we will start if both favorites win and we get a rematch of Christmas Day the 49ers would be one and a half point favorites against the Ravens, and the total would be 47 and a half. And obviously, not knowing how either team is going to perform this weekend and, you know, seeing how the line moves, I would think if the Ravens beat the Chiefs, majority of people would probably be on the Ravens plus one and a half. What would your thoughts be on Ravens Niners? Yeah, I mean, and we saw the matchup on Christmas Day, and remember the way that it was priced, too? I mean, I thought. I was on the Ravens pretty big in that game, and I was a little bit worried. Uh, but now I feel like the bet would have to be San Francisco. Like, that's a huge adjustment, obviously, to where now they're like a pick because that's probably where that closes. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, what was number – did that close over a touchdown? Six, six and a half? I can't remember. I have half. to go back and, and check where that actually yeah. closed. But now on a neutral – only to be favored as a pick. So, like, if I'm looking at, like, price number-wise, I feel like San Francisco would have to be the play because that would be, like, a huge overreaction. Right. And I get the matchup didn't go very well for San Francisco, but also it was kind of fluky. I mean, can you call it fluky? They were after, they, The pass rush was able to get home on Purdy, force a bunch of turnovers, a bunch of mistakes. That was the worst game Brock Purdy's ever played. Correct. That was one of the worst games Shanahan's ever called. Ever called too. and coach. Yes. Yeah, and now he's got, he's got the tape. I, you know, I hate to say that, but... He's seen it once. I wouldn't expect them to play as bad. But, yeah, man, I don't know that I like that matchup for San Francisco still. So numbers tell me I have to play San Fran, but I would. I don't know that I could do it, man. I think it would have to be Baltimore after what I saw. Just Purdy getting embarrassed in that game. I don't know that they'd be able to get the ground game going with McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. So if it's Purdy dropping back 30-plus times in that game against that pass defense and they're fully healthy, we'll see what happens this weekend. Right. They're able to tee off. 
Yeah, I still think I would like uh, I would like Baltimore. I think that they'll be able to do some stuff offensively, even against that Niners defense. So what's so funny is Lamar is twenty and one against the NFC, and all I've ever wanted for him was to obviously make the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. But because he's so good against the NFC, and what makes the potential Super Bowl for the Ravens so interesting is that they've played both of these teams this season. Yeah. So, right? Like, that's the big thing. And blew when, them both out. And blew them both out. And when the Ravens go up against the NFC, right, it's, you know, these NFC teams, they can't simulate Lamar, and they haven't seen him in four years, and it's just like a whole different thing when you're out there playing against them. Well, both teams will have seen him live in person. They know what to expect. Now, that might not necessarily mean that, you know, they contain him or they stop him, but it certainly does help. Would be a really interesting game, the rematch, Ravens-Niners. I think Shanahan would call it a completely different game, but the Ravens would know that. I think he would lean more so on McCaffrey. I thought that game on Christmas Day, Shanahan came out with the idea of like a point to prove that like Purdy was the MVP. It's yeah. like he almost wanted him to outduel Lamar. Like the one successful drive the Niners had in that game was when they were riding McCaffrey down the field. They just he you know, busted a couple of runs, 20-plus yards, went into the end zone. That was their best drive. They went away from that. They continued to throw the ball, and the Ravens just got Purdy rattled, and they got him in his head, and they forced all those interceptions. That was one of those games they had a ton of lucky bounces go their way. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the Ravens' offense really was able to move the ball in that game. They scored on seven straight possessions against San Francisco. And, again, a lot of that is the unfamiliarity with Lamar, but I just don't know – you know, if they would, re- I would like the over in that game. I really would. I think the over 47 and a half would be the play. I think both teams would be able to score. Yeah. I think we'd see, you know, more McCaffrey. Debo would obviously be able to get healthier in that game. And then the Ravens would have Mark Andrews in that game. You know, they didn't have him when they went against the 49ers. So both teams would have their guys on offense. I would like the over. Man, it would feel like Ravens plus seven and a half in a teaser would be the play. And then. I don't know. What else could you tease the Super Bowl with? Can you tease that with, like, college football week one? Can I, t- <laughs> can I take Notre Dame plus seven and a half in college station? You could tease it with one? Georgia against can Bama. What are they I up to, like, two Georgia? and a half now? <laughs> can no, we tease? Like, the scary thing right now, I feel like, I mean, San Francisco, if they get a rematch with Baltimore, I do think would play much better. If we did get Baltimore, Detroit, and the Super Bowl, that might be my biggest Super Bowl bet ever. That might be my biggest bet since really? Georgia, TCU, and the national championship. You'd be on the Ravens? I'd be on Baltimore really big. I mean, and, and sure, Detroit could play a little bit better. They could score more than six points. But, like, that's the thing, man. If you look at the Ravens, like, we talked about this all year long. Point differential. First three quarters of games. Like, really, the Ravens this season have only beat themselves. They easily could have went 17-0 and this Correct. year. I mean, they lost to the Colts in overtime. A game where they just did nothing in the second half. They yes. kind of took their foot off the gas. They lost to the Steelers in October, I believe, 17 to 10. They had eight drops in that game. But, like, look at the top teams that they played, right? So they played Detroit in October, October 22nd. They won that game 38 to 6. Not that the Seahawks were a playoff team, but it was a big game for Seattle in November. They won that game 37 to 3. They beat the Bengals 34 to 20. Uh, They did lose to the Browns, but. I mean, the Rams played them pretty tough. That was an overtime game that they won 37-31. But they beat San Francisco 33-19. And if you look at the box score, like that game wasn't even that close. They beat up on the Jags 23-7. They scored 56 points on the Dolphins. They won that game 56-19. So what I'm saying is like whenever they have to step up in class, their first playoff game against the Texans, 
They won that game by 24 points. They just kind of like beat the hell out of these teams, these top teams. You know what I mean? Like they lose these games where they get caught sleeping or they beat themselves. But like I that that's the thing. Like that's not going to happen in the Super Bowl. Right. So if they're gonna lose, I think it happens this weekend to Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid, and that's just because nobody could kill those guys off. Yeah. They're the new Patriots. But uh in the Super Bowl, man, the um, even San Francisco. And it's and it and this year's like Super Bowl or bust for San Fran. Not that Channy's going anywhere, but I mean like how many more runs? Kind of like the same thing we said about the Bills. How many more times are they going to get there with this exact team? It's, right. it's hard to keep all these guys in the NFL because of the salary cap. You know, if there was no such thing as the salary cap, Tyreek Hill would probably still be in Kansas City and they wouldn't have problems with drops. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. If it is Ravens Niners, like, you know, I want to see if both favorites cover the spread. I want to see how dominant both look because that game really could end up being a pick em. See, what I want is San Francisco just to beat the hell out of the Lions, win that game like 38 to 7, look dominant. And we get a close Ravens by two, you know, like 17, 14. I, yeah. I need to go low scoring because I have the under pretty big under 44 and a half, you know, and, and the, maybe the Ravens like have to come back from down 14 or something right. like that. You they want don't a look Niners great. minus three. In yeah. yeah I want a good price with the Ravens. Yeah. You know, just, I don't think, you're I don't think that. that's going to happen. No, no chance. No, no I, don't, chance. I don't think that happens. Even if, even if San Francisco beats up on Detroit, I don't think it's really going to matter to the market. I don't think these are going to move. These lines are going to move more than like a half a point, maybe a point. Agreed. Agreed. What do you think would be, like, the best game? Like, what's the game that you would be the most excited for? Ravens-Niners, Lions-Ravens, Lions-Chiefs, 49ers-Chiefs. Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Ravens-Niners, even though it was an absolute blowout. I, I mean, think so, too. I, I, I tell you what, though. I, I would like to see the uh, – I think the Niners versus either of the AFC teams would be good. I think the Niners and Ravens would be awesome because they've played twice. The Niners would have that revenge angle, and I think they're the, just the best two teams. But then, you know, watching that Niners offense against another very good defense in the Chiefs and just watching, you know, Mahomes against the Niners would would be pretty fun. Too. Like, selfishly, um, for my money, I want the Niners to win the Super Bowl or at least just to make the Super Bowl, right? And then, uh, but like, selfishly for atmosphere, since we're going to be in Vegas for the Super Bowl— I would love to see Ravens-Lions, those two fan bases. I think they would travel really well. I think they would be pumped up. I think they would be a lot of fun. And that's not like knocking Chiefs fans, Yeah, but they're there every freaking year now. I know. And not to knock Niners fans. Actually, yes, I want to knock Niners fans. Every year, they knock my team out of the playoffs. I do not like the Niners. I feel dirty cheering for the Niners. Yes. But I mean, after they dropped a couple games, man, I was getting like 5-1 to prices on the Niners to win the Super Bowl. Uh, three to one just on them to reach the Super Bowl in the NFC. I think a majority of people are rooting for Ravens Lions this weekend. Like if you're just partial, right? That's like, the best story. That's the those would be the best. I mean, story. the Lions making the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl is the best story. It is absolutely. Yeah. Can you believe that? So it's the year of the Harbaugh potentially. Jim won the national championship with Michigan. John has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. The dad's just awesome. The dad's who's got it better than us, nobody. Yeah. And then can you believe the fact that the Ravens might if they win, they could either play Jim's former team in the Niners or they could get the pro team in Michigan, the Lions. It's just the year of the Harbaugh, Horbot. And it could really be the year of the Harbaugh because it's looking like Jim's going to become the next head coach of <laughs> the, the Chargers, Chargers, which I love for the Chargers, man. Um, I, I do. I do. Now they still obviously like need to fix the defensive side of the ball, but that's why they made the Brandon Staley hire and yeah. he didn't fix the defensive side of the ball. They're heck. I don't know. 
I mean, I, I think that they're going to have to probably, uh, I was going to say spend some money. They're not going to be able to, but they're going to have to like redo that roster. But man, he could have them competing obviously next year because he has Justin Herbert, but they could be Super Bowl contenders, even in a loaded AFC uh, West that features the Chiefs. Man, these games would be good. Yeah, um, hopefully. I I, I hope. That, I mean, Kansas City, Baltimore is obviously like the main event. That being the first game of the day sucks a little bit. You want opinion. that the six forty game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless Detroit, San Francisco ends up being like a shootout, ends up living up to the hype a little bit here, man, it's gonna be tough to uh, to overtake Chiefs Ravens. You know how excited people event. are for Ravens Chiefs? Is that our guy Luke over here is a diehard Steelers fan, and even he is excited for the Ravens Chiefs game. He can't wait. He's very excited. Luke, who do you like in that game? Who do you like in both of these games? Uh man, unfortunately I like Baltimore. All right. And then who do you I like? I just think the play right now from Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, they're just absolutely dominant right now. So I'm riding with them. I'm probably gonna ride with the 49ers. I don't know about the spread. I kinda like the Lions plus seven right now. Um but yeah, man, I'm probably gonna stick with the the favorites here. I think so too. I Have think you it's heard anybody Niners. that actually likes the Niners at seven? Yeah. Like, I loved him at six and a half. I, I still like him at seven. I think do, that game has back? the possibility of being an ass kicking. If I do. Debo is out, I think it goes back to six and a half. But until we know that for sure, do you think it goes back down to six and a half at all? It might go to, yeah, I think if anything, it goes back to six and a half. I definitely don't think no, we get to No, it doesn't go to seven and a half. half for sure. And even the seven right now for Detroit's minus 115. So. Yeah. Mm, I think it closes six and a half. Power Hour coming up next, talking about some of these head coaching openings around the NFL. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.